Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi. Hey. Let's record a podcast. Let's. Um, oh, okay. So we're going right into Love and Marriage. Do you see them? What did you think of this week's episode? I think it gave me your favorite moment and your least favorite moment. Um, I'm really blanking right now. <laughs> so sorry. This lady tired, y'all. Um, can you can you go? Um, for my favorite moment, I would say it was Ashley's transparency um, because the season was starting to feel like they had that season two energy of I just saw myself on TV and here's the things that I want to correct that I saw. So it's feeling kind of um, not scripted, but just really controlled in some areas. So I love that Ashley revealed that conversation with her mother because it added some authenticity to what I was starting to feel. Um, not necessarily that her and DJ Quick are fake, but just in general, you can feel how people are like, okay, well now I'm gonna have my makeup done every time we film and I'm gonna do this and this and I'm gonna do that. Um, but that was also my least favorite part of it, I think because her mother was just really triggering and very, very much, it was hard to watch, but it was also a case study in being the child of a, are they are they the boomers? Is that their generation? Like our parents, are they boomers? Okay. Yeah, being the child of a boomer, especially a black um, boomer, uh, culturally, we just don't, we don't, we do that a lot. We do that a lot. And her mom just being so dismissive. And you could tell she wanted to just tell her, like, you know, stay in a child's place, basically. Don't come at me about that. And it's just, that shit, it don't rock no more. Like, today's kids, they can't, they can't, they wouldn't. Today's kids will never have to worry about that because they get a chance to express themselves. They are at the table all the time with their feelings about shit. But it was really hard to watch Ashley's mom treat her like that. Talking about, I mean, you were bad. What are you talking about? How's your child? You, <laughs> you were grown. You were 16. You were a grown woman. What was that? I just wanted to hug that lady through the TV. And I've never felt like that. 
I've always just wanted to hug Irena. Yeah, but I really, I love connecting with that. And then I, I have one more favorite because I, I didn't really think about this question before I asked it, but Big Jamie. I love Big Jamie right now. What part of, what scene did it for you? Big Jamie is just kind of um, wild, just ridiculous. You know what I mean? I think it might remind me a little bit of my dad. Just rough around the edges and saying anything. His camera's here. Do you know that? Do you care? You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, he's, I, I just don't view him to be as awful as I thought he was in season one because I see that he's in an impossible situation in a few, a few areas of what's going on with their family. I feel like they were a little quick to... When he was talking about little Jamie and saying all those insensitive things, actually taking it to her and how her mom made her feel, it, for me, I was just like, well, I don't know if we're really talking about that right now. I think we should just keep it centered on uh, Big Jamie and little Jamie because those are two totally different situations. Her mom abandoned her, whereas uh, these parents babied, them to, babied him to death, spoiled him, and he can't get it together. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you mean when you say um, he's in a impossible situation. Um, I think that I understood Ashley giving her viewpoint on that. I know that Jamie wasn't ready to hear that, or he's not. He wasn't at a place to hear that, especially not at that table at that time. Yeah, everybody's um, But I understood her saying it because of the feelings that she felt it's the words that he used is what seemed to um trigger Ashley mm -hmm. and um the she knows the feelings that she had and it could very well be possible that th this child Lil Jamie can feel the same way so mm -hmm. I understood her saying like hey guess, you know guess what words have power um maybe more than you're willing to understand Mm -hmm. or more than you understand at this time so I get that I also understand your point like girl we're not talking about this right now this is not about you but it's fresh it, I'm sure it was fresh on her at that time um my favorite I, I realized what my favorite scene was it was when Ashley got out that car in that motherfucking dress to walk <laughs> into her surprise birthday party that she knew about that motherfucking lady good that lady she looked good in that motherfucking dress the way that thing hugged her body bitch woman exceptional exceptional oh my god who would that be telling me that that dress was beautiful it was perfect <laughs> That's really, mm. who is her stylist? Does she ever tag her stylist? Who are you asking? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, do I look like the, the person who's looking for someone else's stylist? Do you look good so I can hit like? Do I need to comment and say, bitch, you look fucking good? That's all I care about. Maybe where'd you get this dress? But I'm not even ready to wear that dress yet. This body is not prepared for that yet. 
What? Not ready to wear that dress. <laughs> I've made a mental note. If I should ever get ready again, I've made a note of that dress. That was gorgeous. So strongly agree. Um, but yeah, okay. So the episode started with uh Irena and Winter in that uh restaurant with talking about receipts. Did we get new information with because didn't she walk out at the end of last episode? Yeah. Did we get new information from that sit down? Wumi, I gotta be honest with you, I was bored of that entire like situation so I was not checked in each time I watch that episode I don't care it didn't really make sense what do we listen this is the information that I got if you don't want it that's cool mm -hmm. or if you feel like it's uh dumb that's cool I do think that winter was messy and how she related um but that may just be how winter operates I don't know yeah, and I'm really trying not to look at it like, all right, well, this is this is all I, I can expect from this person. Because I think I was saying last week, I would like to know what you have going on. You have some projects, some events, some 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 songs you sing. Like, I want to see more of that. I don't want the I got the tea like all the time. Well. I guess if, if if it's that you got the tea, well, what is the tea? Spill it. Cause this isn't this isn't really. I wouldn't even really call it tea. I could say, hey, um, Irena, somebody was in my inbox talking about you. I wouldn't call it tea or talking about you and you know your family. I'm just mm -hmm. letting you know this information is out here. I wouldn't call it tea though. Yeah, and I guess I probably wouldn't even have reached out about that. Especially because since they weren't friends. Yeah, like you guys aren't close. There's comments and narratives about people's lives all over the internet because you're on TV now. And there are people that know you in real life that already like you or don't like you. So I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even have brought that to you right there. And that's why I was just like, okay, I really just want more from her character. We're only a couple episodes in her character. Her role on the show. Mm-hmm. We're only we're just getting started, but I'm like I need to see more. I want to see more of her as a layered person, as opposed to um, the person who's alienated or the person is always in the drama. That's all. That's why I just couldn't even really listen every time we watched it. I was like, I don't, I don't care about this. Well, let's see, let's see what the rest of the season brings. Mm -hmm. Um, what else happened on this show? Definitely that mo the, that moment between Ashley and um her mom. And then Ashley, again, when she talked about her um, two suicide attempts, mm -hmm. I, I, like I told you before, um, when we were watching it earlier, that I really do have, like, I'm proud of her. I have um, a new level of respect for her to be able to say it so openly. Because um, it's hard. I'm sure that's hard to talk about but for her to be open and honest about it was a big deal. So mm -hmm. I I appreciate that from her. Um, Agree. But that mother, that mother. Bitch. That mother. 
she could benefit from um, a few sessions of therapy for sure. Yeah. Let's, let's start with the few. Because it sounds like she's got some blind spots, bitch. Because when Ashley was talking to Alicia, she was like, yeah, it's like my mom has her version. And then there's the version that everybody else experienced. And her mother must be clinging to that false reality so she don't have to really face what she did. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's it's not even like everybody's looking to chastise you if you face BJ. It looks like your child just wants you to acknowledge it. And that feels like too much for her. And, you know, I just, I hope they can fix that because it's not worth it. It's not worth it to hold on to your pride. Ugh, I don't know. God bless that generation. I mean, our generation has our shit and everything, but they really, many of them really did a number on us fumbling around trying to figure life out because of stuff like that maybe not to that large a degree but just never receiving apologies that you knew you deserved or acknowledgement that you didn't use the right words to talk about my behavior like her telling her she was bad what 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 are you what are you saying what are you actually trying to get across yeah what are you actually trying to say? I was bad. So that means you could leave me in the house. Is this how myself? you're justifying it? Like, you know, just just say like I was I, I was fucked up. I was I chased a nigga and I thought that was gonna be more interesting and it just didn't work out. People chase niggas. Everybody does it. it 100% it happens. But also, mm-hmm. yeah, why are you gaslighting your child or your children? And then because as she said, yeah, when she's mad at one of us, she doesn't talk to either of us. Like something happened, something happened to that lady. So and she's I, I knew that. Yeah. I, I knew that something was off with that lady when she called her 16-year-old. She said you were 16, a grown woman. Yeah. What has that lady been through? Something like did something happen to that lady at like 14 where she figured 16 is old enough then? Because I went through so much. Yeah, so that that really speaks to it. So it's like, my goal with this isn't even to vilify her. I just wish that her and her peers would be more open to acknowledging uh, things could have been done differently. You know? So it it was really beautiful to see that play out on TV. I really, I really like that. And I'm sure that is going to help people that are currently in that situation. Or if somebody is watching it with their mom who acts like that, and then that person is like, oh my God, I can't believe she did that. That opens the door for that person to say, well, mom, <laughs> you actually did that. So, I mean, it's, it's helpful. It's helpful in that way for real. It was, it was really powerful. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it. I appreciated it, I should say. But um I That's did not surprise party. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> I um I didn't get enough Sherelle this episode. There wasn't. But her faces at the party. Bitch, watching her see herself on TV today. That was hilarious. Was she paying attention? To at the party or paying attention to herself? To herself. 
when I, I don't know it was some point you had left the room and um she was like looking at her face and laughing because she was thinking the same thing like that she did not care what they were talking about at the time and was ready to just keep drinking it was really funny because the facial expressions really said do we need to talk about this right now <laughs> we should just do more shots so that shit was hilarious um Ashley was really mad and quick, and she definitely said some savage shit to him, bitch. That was bold. Um, she wasn't wrong. Why would you have me at this party? Why would you have me dancing around and shaking my ass and taking shots when my best friend is in the fucking hospital? Why would you do that? For a party? For a party? No, my best friend is in the hospital though. Yep. You didn't and you didn't even let me make the decision myself to say, oh, okay, oh all right, she's in the hospital. I talked to her. Um, I guess I'll stay. I'll go see her later. Let me decide or whatever, whatever decision I want to make, let me do it. Why would you tell me that I gotta stay here because you because you people bought some balloons? Are you kidding? When we I was so triggered watching that shit. No, I, I was so she was losing it, y'all. She was losing it. Yeah, because don't ever, don't ever have me sitting around this party around all these people that aren't Wumi and Wumi's in the hospital or some shit. What are you talking about? What are you talking Everybody about? Everybody here is gonna understand. Or this they already know. They already know what it is, whether you understand <laughs> or not. It's Finish over. your drink, whatever, but cut the music off. Take my damn cake, take it home. I'm going to the hospital. No, y'all could keep partying. Y'all dance, y'all eat, y'all enjoy. <laughs> I'm out of here though. Me in my beautiful dress. <laughs> Watch me leave. Watch me walk out. He doesn't have any real friends. No, because why would that man chase behind her talking about, okay, but what are you going to do? She was like, I need some time. She wanted to curse him so bad. Mm -hmm. But she she held it together. She did her best. And he kept hounding behind her. Well, what are you going to do? Well, what are you going to do? Listen, relax yourself, Mr. Because she, she started to go off. She started yep. to go off about his friends or lack thereof. Yep. <laughs> that shit was funny. That shit was funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, wait. We missed um Joy and Clifton. <laughs> what part what part was missed? <laughs> we we didn't talk about them yet. What were they at the birthday party? No, they weren't at the party. They weren't at the, they party. Were at the remember they went to um he went to go check for oils for the bead oil. Um mm. Beard oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like a um. It didn't feel like a a big piece of. I didn't. I didn't feel like I really gained anything from that conversation. So she was saying that she's not sure that she wants a wedding, and he was like, "Well, I do, and I think you deserve one." <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I think uh, I got to warm up to them because right now it doesn't feel cohesive. It doesn't feel like 
they're a part of the cast. Um, it feels like Love and Marriage DC, you know, also Joy and Clifton are here. You know, like, I mean, like they're part of a different show. <laughs> like we segue into something else. With that scene specifically, it felt like, okay, we, we want to put them on screen, but there isn't really much happening. Mm -hmm. So, um, and because that also feels like a conversation that they've already had. I'm sure that they have already had that if you're planning a wedding. Yeah. Right? So maybe that scene was to highlight that um, venue that they went to. I don't yeah, maybe somebody owed Blue Nile a favor or made a promise. Yeah, I feel like they could have done something else. They could have had another scene with these two so that we actually got to know more of who they are. Because yeah. that that didn't that that didn't give me anything. I didn't I don't feel like I walked away from with anything from them. I didn't walk away with anything from that scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. So I think maybe they're just they're figuring it out and it'll probably get better as the episodes go on. We, I just need to see them better integrated in what's happening. Well, even if it's not with what's happening with everyone else, but like with each other too. Like what are we what It's are we hard watching about? them alone together. It's hard to watch. I didn't watch Ready to Love, so I, I don't know if they had like crazy chemistry and stuff on there. But I'm not getting it. Everything just feels like okay. Like they had a meeting like the night before. This is what we're gonna talk about. This is when we're gonna hug. And this is when I'm gonna smile at you. And then you say, like, it just feels like that. I don't um, see that. Um, was there another fight? No, there wasn't another fight. I was, I was thinking about um, Big Jamie and Lil Jamie. But that was last week's episode. Um, now what did attention was, the way that little Jamie was like, Jamie and Arena <laughs> are at my house. on the preview for the next the preview for the next episode. <laughs> little Jamie was in the confessional and said was talking about whatever happened, and he was like, "Yeah." And then Jamie and Arena came in, and I was like, "Who?" <laughs> Oh God, I know you don't get it at all. You call your parents mommy and daddy. Well, I call Fatu, I'll call her Fatu, but it's always like it's a light Fatu. It's not Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not in disrespect because I do feel like that lady would still pop off. Mm -hmm. I don't want any of those problems. But yeah, little Jamie is here for the smoke. He ready for the smoke. It seems. <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you call what you in the confessionals? Okay, I would understand if you said it in, in the moment of whatever was happening, right? Because I'm so upset. I want to be disrespectful right now. But you in the confessionals. This is after this thing has that happened. That felt really comfortable. <sighs> yeah. So now you disown you disowning them. You giving up, you giving up that $400 bucks. You call the niggas by first name. You not get that four hundred dollars a month, nigga. I need that four hundred dollars a month so bad. Send it over here. Send it this so way. Bad. I will call Please. you. I will call you. Um, I don't. Well, I'm not calling the mom and dad, but no. If you, I might. I'll consider. I'll it. do if it. I don't know, but you know, I'm out here selling myself. So 
you you can make a free four hundred dollars a month yes. just for being alive. <laughs> I, and I'm gonna say thank you every time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Lil J I don't yeah, know if Lil Jamie said. I don't know if Lil Jamie is saying thank you, but Woomy will say it. <laughs> Lil Woomy. Bees and butter will say thank you <laughs> with every deposit. Thank you so much. Thank you so please help me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not entrepreneur corner, so I'll move forward, but please help me. Um, so is, is that it? That's a wrap on marriage to medicine. Married, love and marriage in DC. I'm very tired. I'm very tired. Love and marriage DC. Because we gotta talk about Potomac. Let's talk about Potomac. Robin and Juan. So can we just, can we just talk about Robin first before we even get to Juan? Can we get to Robin first? Yeah. I feel like don't don't you have people that can go help her? Isn't this what y'all do? Don't y'all have like a, a love circle or something? <gasps> <laughs> Please, somebody go help that lady. I feel like I feel like she needs help from the outside because the way she got on that "Watch What Happens" live and told that story, talking about some yes, I believe him. She didn't even give. I know, I know, but that's what he said. She didn't even give any of that. Like, I know it's bullshit, but I'm going with it. She was giving, no, guys, this is what happened. He really went to this, he went to the hotel and just put his car down because uh, she needed the help. She ran out of money. He's, he's just that good a person. I mean, can't you tell just by the way he yells at her on the phone, on camera, he's just that nice. That he just thinks of others. That, that shit is wild. And I, I just, my position on it is Robin is the, oh my God, this is not even because it's like high school, but she is the pretty girl with the athlete that is running circles around her. And everybody knows, and she believes what he says. Like he'll say, oh, they're just jealous. And she'll say, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It's like she, everybody has, many people have been through it, but you grow out of it and you look back and say, oh man, I was really slipping there. That was ridiculous that I believe that. But it's just weird watching her because she is still fully immersed in that world. And she, she repeated that. I couldn't watch it. So I've only read like the notes and stuff about it. I couldn't watch it because it was just, too, it was too cringy. She doesn't know yet that she's embarrassing herself. And I, I just hope that she's cheating. I hope that she cheats. I hope that she has niggas all over the world that dote on her or, you know, just give her amazing sex and things like that because Juan is an asshole and he takes her for granted. I mean, I don't know what she's like behind closed doors, but I feel like she was probably all in on their relationship when they were she, like together. She seems all in now. Yeah. And he doesn't appreciate it. You don't have to be. 
spoiler alert, Robin, if you oh. hear this, you you don't have to be in a marriage or relationship just mm -hmm. to be in reality TV because it's weird for us. And we can always feel when people don't love each other. We can always feel it. It's and tough, which is what I'm struggling with on Love and Marriage DC. It feels like he doesn't like her. It really feels like that. And maybe he might even have some resentment towards her. Something else is happening there. And it doesn't Don't feel you? like what? Oh no, I'm not I'm not gonna talk over you. I read the notes. Um I yeah, it, it feels like um he does yeah, he doesn't he doesn't like her, he doesn't look at her with love and like it, I don't I don't even know how often he smiles in that house. Yeah. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. The way that he yelled at her on the phone, knowing she was filming, told me everything. I said, I bet he's a fucking maniac when they're not filming. Just 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 nasty, like off some I don't even want to be here. Remember when he was caught, he was still mic'd up and he was talking shit about her? Nobody forgot, Robin. Nobody forgot. Just leave him. Just leave him. I think she's scared. And she's using, she probably has told herself that, oh no, you know, my kids need to have him in the house. They need the both of us in the house together. But I really am concerned about what these boys are going to do and how they're going to operate in relationships as they age. Because whether they're, whether they, you know, I don't, I don't know about these kids and who they may be dating. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's important to understand that you're supposed to have respect. You need to have respect for your partner. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that does not seem to be present. No, no. Like I said yesterday, watching episode one of Potomac by accident and really checking into it, the way he told her, take that dress off and just like left the house. Like I'm out of here. It's that everything. Like, there's no love there. Why? Who do you think you would? I know I would not live with someone that you are divorced from and share a bed. Remember, Giselle was like, Was he dating? And Rob was like, No. Um, to answer your question, no. No, Hard. I wouldn't. Hard no, I would not. First of all, if if you insist, if we have to be in this home together, you're going to be on another side, another room, the basement. We're not in the bed together. Now, I'm not saying that if we're living in this house that I may not go, you know, yeah, collect services. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we're not going to pretend that this is a, a we're thing. Not yeah. No. Mm -hmm. I don't I, that's what I'm saying. I really I'm concerned for her. Is, is she feeling <sighs> public perception is not worth unhappiness at home. It's not. It's not. I I read an article I didn't read. I saw an article title online that said 
more and more women are enjoying life without marriage. And I was really happy to see it because I think like people are starting to catch on to the fact that we don't need to be married in order to have quote unquote successful lives or fulfillment. You can have a life that belongs to yourself and travel and do all kinds of interesting shit. Like, I mean, it's just, it, it's just not worth it. It's, it's really, it's not worth it. And it, it was hard to watch her do this on TV because it's like she doesn't even see her worth. Robin is a beautiful woman. She really is. She is educated. She has this worldwide platform. And instead of making the most of that, she is following behind Giselle and Where? being led astray and played by Juan. I want more for her. And I want so, her to want more for herself. You talked about um, more women being single, like living lives unmarried. And I think the biggest lesson behind that is I'm not going to settle for unhappiness. Yeah. I'm not going to... I'm not going to settle for mistreatment. I'm not going to be mistreated to have a label or to have a warm body in my bed. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's becoming more and more prevalent and not because it's a fad, but because if I feel good, why I feel good by myself? Why would I have you around me to make me feel bad? The moment the moment I feel like that, I'm not married anymore. I, what, I, why do you think I have to feel bad? Why Why? Why is that the expectation? No, just you tell me I can have this whole risk Carlton mattress to myself? <laughs> okay. Not so bad. Yeah, you, not you can do what you want to do. That doesn't mean that I'm going to accept it. Yeah. Yeah, like shit is evolving. The other shit, this is off topic, but it's important because I read this. I read the title of this article again. <laughs> but the uh the workforce is really feeling it. They're feeling the loss of talent because so many black women are leaving to be entrepreneurs. Have y'all seen that? Government, corporate America they are feeling the loss because black women are leaving and becoming entrepreneurs and being super successful. So the, the talent pool has shifted. I, I didn't even read the article because I was like, I know I'm one of them. I know they miss me. What are your thoughts? Um, okay, but hold on. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I, I don't have to deal with this. I don't have to. I have other options. The world is, if, and if not the world, at least different, there are different options available to me and I'm willing to take them because I know I'm not happy here. I may be happy somewhere else. So I'm going to try somewhere else. Yeah. Cause I know that I'm not happy here. So this isn't going to work. 
Yeah, and we don't have to settle. We are we are really fully walking into our, you know what? I'll tell you this. I got an email from uh, something I subscribed to and they were like, write about a black woman that inspires you. They just wanted some stories. And I wrote about you. And I wrote about how you are really, I don't know if you know this or not, but you're really instrumental in like shifting what's, you're normalizing body positivity and people speaking love and life into themselves as opposed to the negative shit that we normally say to ourselves. Um, with with Bees by Will. Did you know that? Like how people are like, oh, I'm too big for bees. And then you jump right in and start talking to them and measuring them and shit like that. It's it's because these people, us, are so conditioned to think, oh, I'm the worst of the worst. I got to just take what I can get, et cetera. And it's just like all these small pieces are starting to come together to shift our perception of ourselves and what we deserve and what we should tolerate like as a whole fucking demographic. Do I sound crazy? Yeah, so I, I think it's it's true. And I want Robin to know that because Robin is taking us back to like 2004 with this. She should have been on Watch What Happened Live, Happens Live like, man, fuck that nigga, I'm good. Do you see me? I'm good. Even if she said, yeah, he said this. That's what he said. Yep. He said that he wants to put the thing down. He said, you know, let us know that you aren't in like some warped zone. I need to know. I need to know that you don't really believe this. I need to know that. I need to know that. I wonder, I wonder if she feels like her sharing a home with Juan makes her life better than Giselle's being divorced. Because she's got a divorced best friend. Like she sees like you don't die if you get divorced, especially from somebody who mistreats you publicly. Also, she may have told herself that she has to have, she has to be with someone because why would you continue living with somebody when you you went through a divorce and you said how nasty that divorce was? Both of them have, said, have spoken on that. Why do you feel like you have to still live with this person? Why do you feel like y'all have to be under one roof? I wonder if she's getting bad advice from her mom. Yeah. Or somebody, and it could be her dad. But her dad seems to treat her mom well. But also, I don't. We don't see that see them very often, so I don't know. I don't know if I just made that up or not. But either I've way, never, I've never paid attention to Robin's parents. I just I see that Robin looks very much like her mother. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got. Rumi, me. <laughs> next on the fucking so wait the next so the next episode is um the reunions right yeah are you even gonna watch it because now i'm like none of this shit was real 
do I even want to watch this? So do they know that at the reunion? Do they know that it's not real at the reunion? No, I feel like they recorded the reunion a long time ago. Well, like I want to hear. Ago. I want to hear what um Ashley has to say about this prenup that didn't go well. You know the. Wow. And then Ashley, Ashley, you really got this house with this man while y'all going through the divorce. And what are you really? What are you going to do if he decides he doesn't want to pay? Excuse me. What are you going to do? Sure. You don't. How, how much comes, money do you make? When Diddy comes, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? I'm scared for her. I'm scared for her. Um. I hope Mia doesn't come back next season. Mia has got to go. She's got to go. What is the what is the friend gonna say? That friend gotta go too. Uh, that friend, that friend tried. <sighs> she wasn't even able to function as a friend because Mia is so full of shit. Mia was triggering that girl left and right. She really was. And I just, Lord. yeah, I I can't because she always does shit to like gaslight people. And then act like she doesn't know why people are upset with her. I can't stand humans like that. I cannot. I can't. And I, I hate the phony voice that she puts on. I hate how plastic she is. Like, I just can't deal. I know hate is a strong word. I'm not into it. I'm not into Mia. I'm not into it. She's got She's got to go. She didn't bring enough value to me. And it seemed she like she... damage. Yeah. It, ugh, it was not... Mm. Dr. Wendy, what were your thoughts on her this season? She didn't even really get to shine like that. Yeah, she was just being hated on. Because, you know, coming into this season, I did not care for her. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't. She, I, I did not. Um, and then this season, I'm like, well, damn, these, these bitches are coming at you. And it's not even, it, it doesn't even make sense. There's mm -hmm. no logic behind this. You just have decided you don't like her. And now, and now we know why. Things. Yeah, now 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 we're doing these things to make you look like the bad guy. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't like I don't like that bullying shit. And that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, they definitely mean girl Dr. Wendy because they, they agreed not to deal with Robin and Juan's shit. Not realize don't y'all realize that when you do that, it really does make people look at you. When you do that, when you have skeletons, don't you know the people that are apart? of your skeletons, you you trigger them when you act like they don't exist. You trigger them and they come out of the woodwork. It happens every time. What makes you think that you're so special that it won't happen to you? I, I don't get it. What makes you think? It's, it's absolutely crazy. What I loved about Potomac this season is that fucking Candace and Christopher Bassett are not they are unbreakable, bitch. Leave him the fuck alone. Don't fuck with his wife. Candace he can be annoyed with his wife. Her he knows her husband. Man. Candace knows her husband. And that is what I always, that is what I want in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to say, 
I know what this person is going to do. And when I say in a relationship, I mean all of my relationships. This is um, platonic and romantic. I want to You better know. know I already included myself in that. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she know what I would do and what I wouldn't do. You're not, I don't want anybody to ever, to be able to tell me anything about my people. I don't mm. want you to ever don't you 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 That's not what Jay-Z said. Jay-Z said, oh no, it won't be that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, tell me what's going on. So I know this sounds you sound dumb t- trying to tell me this about this person. You sound yeah. dumb. That didn't happen. Exactly. That didn't happen. That nigga did this, but he didn't do that. Now if you said that's the standard. If you said he did this. I might, you know, raise his eyebrow, but you say he did that. Oh yeah, I mean, he, he did that. He did that shit, but he didn't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's that's what I love because um, remember I was talking about that girl, that lady that was on Bitch Sash mm-hmm. that I was trying to tell you was Avion Crockett's what? <laughs> but remember, and she was like, I have like. Um, groundbreaking news Chris Bassett DM'd me and they were so scared like oh my god he definitely tried to talk to her this pretty ass black girl whatever but she was like he was in her DMs like why don't you like my wife will you are you willing to sit down and talk to her and this and that and the third and she said that like they were talking and she realized that Candace did not say reach out to this lady he literally goes through social media and reaches out to people that say mean things about his wife and tries to fix it. He wants everyone to love his wife as much as he does. And I don't think anybody can get irritated with her and fuss at her but him. But him. Because he yep. she gets on his nerves. She really does. And every time he fusses at her, I'm like, no, nah, I get I get it. I get it. This bitch is a lot. You deal with a lot on and off camera. <laughs> and her mother. So yeah, I really, I, I love that the whole time she didn't doubt him. No crazy hoes came out like, oh yeah, he grabbed my ass too at the dump. Nope, none of that shit. None of that shit. Shit came out about Juan. Now, can we talk about Karen and Blue Eyes? Like, what is this? Blue Eyes is really a thing, huh? Like, he this, this man, this is really a relationship. <laughs> I don't even care. I, I'm so sick of this that whole conversation right mm-hmm. leave it alone e- either you have proof or you don't shut up shut up yep. right and you over here talking about proof and you showing pictures and shit bitch and your it's pictures of receipts of your husband's names at hotels during the pandemic during the lockdown ho and you want to show pictures of what what you think might be carrying in a in a anyway this is dumb. And then, you, and then you really already knew about it and you did all that shit with Karen. I would have fucking chilled. Just just be quiet. This is your time to be quiet. You know when people are joning in like in high school when people were joning in the, in the um lunchroom? Mm-hmm. Don't laugh too loud. Keep it cool because yep. all you all you gotta do is kiki a little too long, a little too loud. Mm-hmm. 
Them motherfuckers started looking at you. Now it's your turn. What are you going to do? Now you want to I was always quiet. I didn't want them fucking Southwest kids showing on me. Leave me out of it. I don't have... <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I don't have this kind of wit. Please. Um, This kind of wit. <laughs> I, why, why did they bring Sharice back? I don't know. To waste our time. It was a complete waste... Sharice didn't bring us anything. She didn't bring any type of insight on anything. She did not bring like beautiful hair. She didn't bring cute outfits. Nice she, lashes. None of it. Just you look the same from when you was here last time and not in a good way. Not in a good way. She gives, so watching, watching it again, again, I just watched like one or two episodes in the first season. She gives Deshaun Snow from Atlanta season one. Just on there, acting fabulous. Oh, I have a champagne room and this and that. So my issue with Sharice has always been you use your wealth to be better than everyone, but your wealth is connected to your husband and he doesn't even love you. So I would enjoy that money and I would just quietly chill. But she was so fucking smug on Carlos King's podcast. Like, oh yeah, well, I know Karen wanted to be at my table, but my table was $5,000 a person. Like some shit like that she said. But I'm like, you just spending up this nigga's money that will rather give you money than be with you. Can you chill? Can um, you just, chill? just be kind? Just be kind. My thing is, you're talking about this money that you have, but where does it show? What are you doing? What are you doing? Nope. That's like, oh, okay, yes, she's so wealthy. What? Where is it? <laughs> Excuse me one second it's not showing it doesn't show and so uh, that's that's part of why i'm annoyed too so you uh -huh. uh, you're an older woman you aren't acting the way i would imagine an, a woman with um experience and you know life lessons should act what are you 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 just out here talking about how much you love champagne you still only talking about champagne yeah what has come from from this because what is she trying to build a champagne room in her house yeah what has come of, what have come of this now you're talking to peter about um you want to do some champagne business please uh. yeah girl we don't need you to do that we don't need you to do that just don't come back i'll be back in a second i'm just um trying to order some dinner i'm starving mommy Oh God, Applebee's. <laughs> My life is so hard. All right, let's see. Boom. And no, yes, okay. Boom. And send to me. Make sure you get the address right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I checked twice, child. 
Uh, is it gonna go there? Jerry still deciding. Oh, okay, it went through. <laughs> so we haven't we haven't seen WeHo yet. So we'll we'll watch it and circle back to it. Sure. You gonna watch it? Okay. All right. Um next up is BMF, but I haven't seen that. I don't mind spoilers though if you want to talk about it. I'm um I think one episode behind and mm -hmm. I'm watching it, but um the only I'm not like as as um taken by it this season as I was the first season. And I will say that husband, like the the boy's father. The dad from Lincoln Heights. He annoys me so bad. Because of his face? No? Please, okay. I'm looking at both of y'all. Please explain. No, what no, no. Um, so, is his character? Yes, he is a bitch. Damn. Like, he he is feeling away because he doesn't he isn't able to fully take care of his home right financially mm -hmm. and he's hollering how much he's in charge or I'm the man of the house well but his wife is working at Wendy's because he's not bringing in enough money and then mad because she's not aroused by him anymore. Thank you. Fuck <gasps> off. She's not? It's like how? It's it because he's poor and being a bitch? Or... All of the above. Mind you, she's, she's tired. She's tired. Let's start there. She's the one who, when she gets home, she got to cook for the household. Oh, no, I'm not cooking if I went to work. Um, she has these children. I was at Wendy's. She has these children in the drug game that she's, you know, that's consuming her energy also. Then this husband is steadily telling her how he is the man of the house and she needs to respect him. But she is working harder than he is. And so, and I think a lot of, okay, so I, them like sir you're talking about you want some pussy but like what what am I getting wet from I'm tired how, how are you making my life easier like what are you what are you taking off of my plate for me to be able to catch my breath and be like yeah let me let me go you know hop on this dick real quick also she tried she made an effort she put on some lingerie that was good for her, right? Like her kind of lingerie. What? To say that she, because she's a, like a, um, not prude, but like a more conservative type dresser, you know? So she had on like a slip 
and that was her lingerie. So it wasn't like, oh. you know, areolas out and, you know, open crotch type shit, you know. Oh, is that your shit? Mind your business. That's so, a pretty quick description, right? I'm, I'm just saying. Please, show Areolas out. Please. <laughs> Thank you. So she put on this this uh, piece of lingerie because she's like, you know what? She, uh, she talked to her pastor, Pastor Snoop, and was like, <laughs> oh my, I forgot that nigga was on that show. Yeah, cause she oh, she, cause she found she found dirty magazines in his guitar case, and she mm -hmm. was distraught. Bitch. So she goes she goes to the church, and she's like, I just don't know what to do. And uh, Snoop was like, Well, listen, just give your man the business, right? Mm -hmm. so she tries and that man got mad because he was like well uh, how'd you pay for this are they about to get divorced and then hold on no because guess what he start uh he went and uh, he's been working at some lady's house like doing extra work like for money i guess I mean, not, I guess he's doing extra work for money, but he's working in this lady's house. And this lady is 100% ready to give him the business. Oh, God. This lady is flirting with him in front of his wife at the church. Just being very inappropriate. The church? The church? Niggas. And this dumbass goes and fucks him. <gasps> Not Mr. Holier Than Thou. Okay, hold on. Are we talking about the same person? Yes. The dad, the BMF daddy that was, yes. oh no, don't sell drugs and honest life. Oh my God. All right. Niggas. Yep. They'll find a way to nig every time. So yeah, um, that's my takeaway. I don't care for him. Okay. Okay. I um quick side sidetrack. Have you continued to watch you? It was on, but I f I was asleep. I haven't paid attention. Okay. So I gotta go back and watch it all from the beginning. Yeah. You're not impressed yeah. with this season. I'm ready for a twist or something, because we're not stalking a bitch this season yet. I'm four episodes in. And we're not stalking a bitch. Somebody's stalking him. Yeah. That's what I gathered from watching, from, you know, occasionally glancing at the TV. Wow. I want to see Joe stalk. I want to see him jump and hide under your mattress <laughs> with your underwear in his hand. I just, I want to see Joe be authentic Joe. I don't want to see him be the rabbit. That's fair. I don't. I like him as Elmer Fudd. Like, I just, ugh, I don't know. I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring you it out. like him as what? Well, you know, like, Elmer Fudd is the, is the hunter. Isn't that what it's about when they say it's no fun when the rabbit gets the gun? Yes. Yeah. Um, Your Honor. What is so you, you just got into this show. Because mm -hmm. Sarita told me about it last season, the first season. Well, she told us, and one of us watched. That's fine. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, 
What was I talking about? Your honor. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I thought it was just going to be hard. This I'm not okay. I thought it was going to be a one season show, and I was thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly impressed by season one because there were so many pieces. I understood how everybody got to where they, uh, to whatever decisions they made. I understood how you got there, even though it was fucked up on so many different levels. I get it. I, I understood and still was like, damn, there's no happy ending. There's no way to just make this work for everyone. It, it's just not going to be there. No. And the way that and the way that shit ended, I was like, God, dog. Okay, well done, whoever wrote this. Well done to these actors and actresses because excellent TV. It was beautiful. It was a poetic justice type thing. Um, it, it it ended beautifully at the end of season one. So so when I heard season two was back, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, where are we going with this? And I have to say, I like how it's going so far. Mm. Um, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know. Well, I didn't know what to expect. So I was just like, okay, let me just watch. Um, I like how it's still all of these pieces um, and how there's no easy answers to any of it. Why? Um, what help me please? Mm -hmm. Why was Breaking Bad in jail? Mm -hmm. Did they yet tell us why he was in jail? Or, so you saw all okay. So basically when um the, the shooting at that restaurant made everything almost everything open up. Did you watch this on your phone? No, I gave this my full attention on the living room TV. I was all in. So, okay, do you, what what part is, why don't you think he should have been in jail? I don't know. Maybe I missed something. I mean, I remember when the little boy shot Adam. Mm -hmm. But, and, and I remember I was like hollering and like, oh my God, oh my God. I started texting Christina but when it came to episode 11, I guess it was, you see him just be revealed to be the bearded person in jail. And I missed it. I missed why he was arrested. So why was he arrested? Because he was doing bad things as a judge. How did, how did that get revealed? I missed that. He admitted it when he was talking when he uh he while he was still in shock from his son's um situation i mean it's past where was he when he was in shock we don't see that oh okay okay so that happened like off camera yeah but they talk about it it's played it during this season during the season two okay Okay, I have to rewatch it. 
because I have been watching it through the lens of they're going to tell us why he was arrested in the first place at some point. So Fia has a baby. Can we just talk about how this homely, asthmatic ass white boy was really getting it in? They he had two girlfriends. Who was the second one? Wasn't the teacher one of his girlfriends? Which teacher? It was a teacher. Somebody, right? Yeah, he was sleeping with one of his teachers. Oh, at the beginning. Oh, yes, season one. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Okay, at the beginning. Okay. So he has, he's got the teacher, he's fucking, that's fully invested, and fear. Who ends up pregnant, but I thought Fia was a lesbian. I must have made that up. Because when when they had a party or something and she was talking to Carlo, I thought she was telling Carlo that she was gay. All right. I didn't pay full attention on that episode. I thought I caught a vibe. I mean, two things can be true. It's true. But I was just like, Adam is really getting it in out here. And he, it's just, he just looked so fragile. What are we doing with him? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a lot of um, actors that look like that, that have that kind of look. Mm -hmm. That are getting a lot of play. Because I saw him in another TV show and I was like, what? When is he going to grow up? When is he going to get that fucking dent out his back? Stand up straight. You hate when people don't stand up straight. Do you know that about yourself? I did not know that about myself. You really don't like when people don't stand up straight. That's really funny that that's still present for you. I, for young adults, I, I can I can see that, yes. You're not old. You Your body hasn't worn out what are you doing? You just, yeah. what are you, stand up. That's always been your standard for people who can fully stand. That's always been your standard. <laughs> you do not like slouching, none of that shit. Don't lunch. <laughs> okay, so we're at Entrepreneur Corner. Do you have any updates? I am, um, I have a couple pop-ups this weekend. I'll be at the Spice Suite on Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. If y'all catch this on time. I'll be at the Zen Studio on Sunday. From 2 to from 4 p.m. From 3 to 5 p.m. <laughs> oh, no, because you can come in too if you want, but ain't going to be no Zen y'all. Okay. Um, go ahead and come at three o'clock because I got two hours. So free, free Super Bowl fun. Three to Super five. Bowl. Oh, three to five. Okay, that, that's fine. What, what time do you want to do? Um, we just gotta go at five. You care about the Super Bowl? Yeah, I like to watch the Super Bowl. <sighs> who are you rooting for Kansas City or the Eagles oh is this a sports report 
Yeah. Hard hitting questions. Hard hitting journalism. <laughs> what did you used to say? Questions. I have a a very important question. Very important question. <laughs> Never were they very nor important. You so. would be so annoyed with me. My question was not important. It's not important. Most of the times, the question ain't even make sense. Just asking anything, and, and then you go call it sports. Leave us Hard out of it. Hitting journalism. Don't be jealous. Uh, Everything's not always uh, about psychology. Don't. Sometimes it's about journalism. <laughs> I I don't have a degree in journalism or psychology. Uh, I have an interest in journalism. <laughs> I'm not Especially hard-hitting, hard-hitting journals. Please, somebody. Um. Okay, so yeah, so we have a, there's a pop up this weekend. Um, at Zen in a Jar from two to mm, three to five p.m. Also, um, something will be debuting. Are we debuting this weekend? Tomorrow, oh. Friday uh today or yesterday depending on when you hear this <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah we have um a drunken love set coming out and it it can't be shipped so it is pickup only and basically it is a combination of zinnajar body honey and drunken love which is mango nag champa and bourbon and Drinks by Woo, which is a subsidiary of Beads by Woo, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which business uh, she cares about most right now. But, you know, Woomi is a woman of many talents. She makes really, really good drinks. The best drink that I've had from you, I'm going to have to say, was last month's Dear Self. Like, it was strong, so I only had, like, one. But it was really good. Thank you. Thank you very it much. It has like cucumber and shit in it or something. It was it was good. It was like refreshing. So you drink it like, oh, this tastes so good. Like, oh shit, I'm drunk. That's what I like. Mm -hmm. See? That's how she do. That's how she do. So the Drunken Love set is basically a honey and a citrus bourbon punch. Smell good. Get drunk. Whatever. The focus of the Drunken Love set is on the importance of our our love-based relationships that are platonic. So it's not always about niggas. It is also very much about our friendships, our tribes and things like that. So we're not walking into Valentine's Day on some, oh shit, I don't have a Valentine. And oh my God, I don't have a nigga. Blah, blah, blah. No, you have Valentines because you have love in your life. And it's always a great time to celebrate those loves. Um, so we have to celebrate our platonic relationships just as much. Our box is celebrating that. That's what she said. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> what is your take on Valentine's Day? You know, there are a lot of people who are 100% in and they go they go all out with their um, partners or with their friends to have celebrations for Valentine's Day. And then there are some people who feel like... Um, what they what they say is a made up holiday, and guess what? All holidays are made up, huh? huh guys? Yeah. So, um, the fucking days but, of the week are made up. 
<laughs> right. So I always feel like that's a that's a that doesn't count as an argument because you aren't saying anything. But there are people who don't like Valentine's Day. So um, where do you fall on that scale? I love Valentine's Day, but I don't love Valentine's Day for um romantic relationships. For me, it is very I'm sorry. My phone is on silence, Rita. It's just my food arrived and it's making noise. But um, for me, Valentine's Day has been special. Like since autumn was two, Christina always made sure that we had like a gift exchange. So I always look forward to like exchanging Valentine's gifts with autumn. And we always make sure that Valentine's Day is really special for my moms because my dad's been gone for, I think, 12 years now. So I don't know. Valentine's Day has always been focused on my super loved ones and letting them know, like, I love you so much. You are so sought of. You're not alone. Yada, yada, yada. Like, I'm really excited about this coming Valentine's Day because it's going to be all about my grandparents. It's the 67th wedding anniversary. I have some shit planned up my sleeve. Because my granddad was talking about how he really wanted to recreate. My grandfather is probably the best husband I know. He is very sweet, very thoughtful. His mind is fully present in his 90s. And he really thinks about doing sweet shit for my grandmother all the time. So he wanted to like recreate their 25th wedding anniversary celebration. But he has um, a prosthetic and it causes him pain. So my, my big focus... And my husband's big focus is making that exceptional on Tuesday. And he's always been open to participate in like the, the family type shit for Valentine's Day because it really, since we started dating, he really focused on most days feeling like Valentine's Day. So it's not like a really big deal to do like red and pink candy and a whole bunch of shit. Like he'll probably have some flowers down here or something, but Valentine's Day is not, not a super big deal for us as far as like romance. It's really about showing love to family. And I told him, I was like, I don't want to fucking go to no restaurant. I, I really, I just want to be at home. I want to chill, but I had to really step outside of myself because he's at home all day, every day, teleworking and all that shit. So I was like, okay, well, can we just do something on like the 15th or 16th? I don't want to be at restaurants with a bunch of fucking people because my grandparents, they eat dinner at like five o'clock. So that's just going to be over early. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we, we keep it pretty chill on Valentine's Day and try to show each other that kind of love on a regular basis so that we can remain happy. That's beautiful. Thanks, girl. How you feel? What's your plans? Cause mm. <laughs> um, I I like Valentine's Day. I've always liked it. <clears throat> Excuse me, because I I liked you know getting the little flowers in school. Remember, remember in high school we used to get the little flower and the little card. Um, and Valentine. And uh, the little teddy bears and stuff. I love teddy bears. Like a psychopath. Either way. Um, so I like the idea of 
some form of celebration. I don't, I'm, I'm, I've never been a, you know, give me all of the, all of the big glitz and glamour, spend all your money. I don't like that. Um, but I do like, oh, I, I thought of you as this day. I know you don't bring, don't bring me. Oh my God. When I was like really dating out here and men would give me chocolate for Valentine's day. I'm like, you just did anything. I don't even care about chocolate like that. Why would mm -hmm. you, why would you do this? No, I don't like you anymore. Because mm -hmm. you're not paying attention. So, yeah, I don't like, don't give me that, you know, just generic stuff. Oh, last minute. Don't, don't do that. I'd rather mm -hmm. you just give me a little card from Safeway if, if, if it's like that. Just give me that. Mommy, shut up. <laughs> it's true. Um, or just getting out it because too much shit is arriving at your home. And you're sitting there with your favorite person for Valentine's Day and shit is still arriving at your apartment. Also what? weird. Can do you want to share that story? No, I'm out of the streets. Okay. But I didn't care for Valentine's Day for that reason back back in those times. Because you were being shady. Did you see, you know, Justin LaBoy had a post like um some some of you girls um you girls with two boyfriends are scared of Valentine's Day. What y'all gonna do? <laughs> uh, lunch and dinner. Look at you. It's a it shame. <laughs> it's a shame. But, but also, if you dating, all my shit was going on. It wasn't even a real social media. <laughs> that's that's exactly. People are. Well, you right know, now I just spend Valentine's dinner with my family. You know that. Let's go to lunch. You don't want to go to lunch, and and these and these men, these poor men, were believing you because what? Because bitch, like you it wouldn't cancel, family. like <laughs> you wouldn't cancel dinner, or you would show up for the, whatever this family dinner is supposed to be, and be like, okay, um, I have to go. I have a date. I'll see everyone tomorrow. What? Everyone isn't always ready to know that you're in a relationship so you just have to be nuanced you just had to be nuanced not have mm, mm, mm. All right. i mean i feel like it made you happy at the time so girl i guess i mean i've been to therapy since all those days so. good good for you so do you have um, any business Valentine's Day plans? Like for Valentine's Day? I have the Drunken Loves. No, no, I know. <laughs> I'm going to be at a Black History Month event uh, at Yuying Public Charter School. I will be um, just kind of breaking into the Asian American community. Oh, come on, breaking into okay. Hey, I'm a black owned business. I'm at your event. This smells good. Do you like it? I think we'll be good to go. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I just I love I love Black History Month too. I think my favorite 
time of year is when March hits because that's the sweet spot because it's like Women's History Month, but also we can focus on Black women. Because it's so much like, is it Valentine's? Is it Black History? What are we doing? Um, my brand specifically, I feel like we're just always celebrating all that shit all the time. So I don't have any specific themes. Tomorrow I have an interview with, oh my God, I didn't schedule my makeup. I'm gonna have to wing it with personal, personally done makeup, bitch. I have an interview with Clavio, Clavio, um, the email platform. Mm -hmm. But they are highlighting Zen and Jar as a Black-owned business, experiencing success with Clavio. Clavio. I don't know how to pronounce it because I read it all the time. But anyway, yeah. the same ones that feature me at Afrotech, we have an interview tomorrow and I did not schedule makeup. But it's for Black History Month, so I'm excited for that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also, the lady that was there tonight was like, yeah, I sent an email a few years ago about investing in your business and I didn't get a response. And I said, yeah, I can tell you exactly who was working for me at the time. And I know that they didn't respond to your email. And did you say, are you still interested now? She said, I'm still interested. That's a beautiful thing. So um, what I'm going to do is have a transparent conversation with her tomorrow mm -hmm. and just say, I don't understand what that means. Could you explain to me what investing looks like for you? Because I don't know. When someone walks up to you and says something like that, I don't know. Like, what's the percentage that you expect? How often do you want to be paid back? Like, I'm I'm into it. Do you want to be paid back? Do you want to be paid back? Lots of questions. Yeah. So I have to figure that out. And I, I just, I really feel like the best way to have these kinds of conversations is to tell people transparently, I don't understand this. I don't know what this concept is. Like, can you break it down for me? I'm really not afraid to say, I don't know when it comes to this kind of stuff. Don't. That should be a lesson for everyone. Don't be afraid to say, I don't know. Ask. Ask. My sister once told me she had a teacher at Wilson that said, does anyone have the courage to say, I don't know? And I always, like, from that moment, I was like, it does take courage to say, I don't know. I don't understand. That's my favorite. I don't understand. <laughs> what are we talking about? Help me. I like to say, hey, I have the courage to say I don't know what you're talking about. That is what you'd like to say. What are we talking about? I can't understand everything, just most things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trolling, bitch. I'm trolling. Oh, my gosh. Did we get through the rundown? Is there anything else on there? No, that was the last thing. And this will be just one episode. Yay. Because they're, they're, okay. they both were pretty short, so I'll just put them together. Yay. Yay, everyone. That's what she said. That's definitely what she said. Um, okay. All right. Okay. Okay, she. This is the Beads and Butter Podcast. This episode has been produced and edited by Vine Me Up Productions.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 